All right, major gift fundraiser here with Clark Van Deventer, helping you get the most money out of your list without ruining your current donor relationships. All right, we are live. Buenos dias. Hope you're having a great day. Clark Van Deventer from Major Gifts Fundraiser here. All right, I want to jump right into our topic, that million-dollar donor on your list. All right, so you have a donor on your list who could give you a million dollars. All right, no, no, I am not talking about that guy whose name comes up at every board meeting. All right, let me tell you about that guy um, so you know who I'm not talking about. All right, it seems like every organization has one of these donors. This person worth millions, right? They, they've given big gifts to other organizations and, and when you meet with people, they, they say, well, you know, have you met with so-and-so? Like, he could fund the whole thing, all right? And this person gave you $1,000 once, like five years ago. Um, or maybe this person even gives every year. But it's the name everyone asks you about. Like, well, gosh, you need to go talk to so-and-so. Like, of, like, you haven't thought of that, right? Like, everyone knows who this person is. That's not who I am talking about, all right? That's why this should be of interest to you, because I'm not talking about that guy. I'm telling you there's a donor on your list, somebody already giving to your organization who could give you a million dollars, and you don't know who this person is. This is a new person, all right? I heard a story early in my career that uh, just greatly impacted me. It's the story of Acres of Diamonds. It's the story of an African farmer who dreamed of striking a rich as a diamond miner. So he sold his farm and set up exploring the African continent in search of diamonds, um, never to fulfill his dream. So years later, the person who bought that farmer's land had a guest at his home who admired the stone the then owner had on his fireplace mantle. He did more than admire the stone, like he was flabbergasted, right? <laughs> the guest told the owner that this large stone was actually a diamond, right? So the, the owner says, oh, like, I have a hard time believing that. My whole creek bed is sprinkled with those stones, like many of them much larger than that one, right? Like, you, you figured out how the story goes. The original farmer had owned free and clear what would come to be known as one of the largest diamond mines ever discovered on the African continent. And he sold it to go searching for diamonds elsewhere. All right, what I'm telling you is that you are sitting on your very own acres of diamonds. You have donors who are currently giving to your organization who are capable of giving you 10 times or 100 times or 1,000 times their current level of giving, all right? You have a $1,000 donor on your list who could give you a million dollars, but you've never taken the time to figure out what an uncut, unpolished diamond looks like. Like the African farmer, you think your riches lie elsewhere. Now, if that African farmer had only spent the time and the energy cultivating his own land, he could have realized his greatest dreams, all right? So you own free and clear 
your own acres of diamonds. So let me tell you, all right, I'm going to transition here. Let me tell you what this looks like very practically because you think I'm telling you some parable and going all Tony Robbins on you, all right? So I've worked with a lot of nonprofits over the years and gotten to know a lot of donors and gotten familiar with a lot of donor names, all right? Not surprisingly, right, there's overlap. Donors give to more than one organization. So I was hired as a consultant to one organization, and I'd previously worked very closely with another organization with a similar mission, all right? The marketing of these two organizations, very similar, all right? The story these two organizations told their donors, very similar. So a donor to one organization would very likely um, give to, to the other organization. So I never disclose information I know about donors across organizations, but look, I mean, I know what I know, right? And here I am looking at the name of a donor in a spreadsheet, and I can see that to this organization I am working with today, they've given five gifts for a total of $5,000, all right? Like one gift of $1,000, in each of the past five years. And I know, I know that this donor has given six and seven figure gifts to the other organization I've worked with and am familiar with, right? Like I'm looking at this donor and I know they have given six and seven figure gifts to another organization, all right? And this organization I am working with today does not even know he exists. All right, he's not on anyone's radar. It's not like anyone's working him going, how are we going to break through with so-and-so? Like, they don't even know he exists. He's just another $1,000 donor. So this isn't one isolated case, all right? I have seen this many, many times, all right? A $1,000 donor to one organization that I know, I know, has given $20,000 or $100,000 or a million dollars to other organizations. All right, so I'm not picking on this one organization. It's not just them. I've seen this a lot. All right, I'm not talking about the donor you know. The one you know could give you a million dollars if you could just figure out how to have the breakthrough with him. I'm talking about the donor on your list who could give a million dollars and you don't even know they exist, all right? Take the time to get to know your donors. Make it your goal that no other organization will give your donors a better giving experience. Your donors should get more joy out of giving to you than anything else they could do with their money, okay? So if you do that, like if you do, if you do stewardship really well, like you just knock it out of the park, so if you do that, you will have a few donors start giving more without being asked. And it's like these donors, it's like they're raising their hands and telling you, I'm a major gift prospect. All right, so go meet with those people. Ask strategic questions. Listen to gift. All right, so when I go in and work with an organization, I know they are sitting on acres of diamonds. All right, I'm talking about you. You are sitting on acres of diamonds. So you're, you're my client, okay? We're going to go in and cultivate your land, the land that you already own free and clear. We review lists, we rank donors, all right? 
There are trends we are looking for, and based upon a number of factors, we're going to choose to start focusing on a smaller group of donors, all right? So we're going to go out and meet those donors to test our assumptions, and we're going to prove ourselves either right or wrong, okay? So we sift through lots of donors and have lots of discovery meetings, all right? First time meeting with a donor, I call these discovery meetings. The whole point of a discovery meeting is to discover whether or not the donor you're meeting with is a qualified major gift prospect, okay? So a major gift prospect is someone who has a com combination. There are three things I'm looking for. One, cultivatable interest. Like they have to have an interest and I have to, it has to be cultivatable. I have to have the ability to cultivate that interest. All right, second, there has to be financial capacity. Like they have to have the ability to give. And, and third is just philanthropic disposition. Like is this person a giver? Some people are givers. Like, like I love those people, right? They, they just are givers. So a prospect could be low in one area, but make up for it by being especially high in the other two, right? So donors that are high in all three, like those are your diamonds, all right? So it won't happen overnight, but you are now on your way to closing a million dollar gift, all right? So I've done this many times, many times. I've worked with a donor who's starting out, nobody even knew this person was a major gift prospect. No one knew they existed, basically. I've coached fundraisers through this process, and we've gone on a journey with the donor. We've gone on a journey with the donor. The, the donor's on the journey with us, where they go from being a $1,000 donor to a $10,000 donor to a $100,000 donor to a million-dollar donor and beyond, all right? You can do this. You have donors on your list who could give you a million dollars, all right? So I've seen organizations engaged in life-changing and world-changing work that struggle to pay the rent, right? Like, I've seen organizations that, by my estimation anyway, so we have some organizations over here that, that are struggling to pay the rent. They can barely survive, right? They're doing great work. They can barely make it. And meanwhile, I've seen these other organizations over here that, like by my estimation anyway, like personally, I view their programs as less effective. But I've watched those organizations rake in donations. And if you're in that organization that you know you're doing awesome work and, and you can barely pay the rent, right? The temptation is to resent those other organizations or be jealous of them or get a chip on your shoulder, lamenting how much of a shame it is that you struggle to raise money to do the awesome work that you do, and you credit their success, their fundraising success with sleek marketing. Like, their donors should be giving to you, right? Like, don't resent them. Don't. Like, just acknowledge the fact that they're better at raising money than you, and then resolve that you are going to do something about it. You're going to bring the level of your fundraising up to the level of your programs. Okay, like the old saying goes, you can't save the world if you can't pay the rent, right? So I want you to save the world, right? I want you to accomplish your mission. I want you to rock this. I want you closing big gifts and raising lots of money because I want you to accomplish your mission. I want the caliber of your fundraising to match the level of your program, all right? And I'm telling you that you can. You can do this. You can rock this. You can close big gifts. So start 
Start by cultivating your own acres of diamonds. All right? Start, start with the land that you already own free and clear. All right, I'd love to help you with that process. I think that goes without saying. Shoot me a message if I can be helpful to you. And um, uh, what a joyous opportunity it is to go on the journey with these donors. All right, it's not, you're not tricking them into giving to you. It's a journey that you go on with them. It's beautiful. All right, have a great day. By the way, shoot me, if, if, if I could help you, have other videos you want me to take on, shoot me a message here on Facebook or email me at Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. That's Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. Have a great day.